What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC, recording on a very windy, windy day. So if you hear the howling of uh, a storm outside, <laughs> uh, just please ignore it. Um, if this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you here. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or they're just stuff we're making up on our own just for fun, just because we like to speculate on the future of Minecraft updates. If either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So you already know what we're going to get into right away, right off the bat. We always open up an episode with a very special segment that is the Q&A segment. It's the segment of the episodes where I uh, go over a question that I had posed to the audience, you guys, you listeners, and uh, read the qu- the answers that you guys have provided for me. It's, it's, it's really great to be able to do this segment. I love the segments where I get to highlight your ideas and your voice and give you the spot light on this podcast. So let's get right into it. So the question I had asked you guys a few episodes ago was this, what is one overpowered feature in Minecraft and how would you nerf it? Dragonfish says, I think mending should be harder to get, but I'm pretty sure Mojang has is already doing this with the villager trade rebalancing in the new update. Uh, you would be right. Um, Mojang is already making it much harder to get. <laughs> um, and that is a controversial move. I I think that I am on the side of Mojang. Mending is a very powerful enchantment. But on the other hand, I kind of feel like it is a necessary enchantment uh, for once you get diamond tools. You know, diamond tools don't last as long as you think they do. Like, uh, diamond tools last much longer than iron, 100%. But they don't last very, very long. Uh, If you do a good, you know, 30 minute, maybe not even 30 minute, 20 minute grinding session, just mining straight for 20 minutes, uh, you basically use up your pickaxe, especially if you're down there in the deep slate levels. Because diamond tools and netherite tools also, which netherite doesn't have this problem as much, but diamond tools definitely are very expensive to replace. And uh, yeah, so I'm kind of torn. I do think that it needs to be it needs to be um, feasible to get mending. Um, but yeah, I think that we get it too easily right now. I just don't want them to make it too hard to get. That's the only thing. Um, and I will make one little correction on this answer. It's not necessarily happening in the new, in the new update. They have uh, put this under the experimental options. When you open up a world, you can turn on the experiments and play with this experimental option. They haven't confirmed that, not that I am aware of anyway, that this update is going to come in the 1.21 update. Uh, It could, but it might not. It might be saved for later. And definitely, I think that they want to continue listening to feedback from the community and uh, take that into consideration before they implement it. So thank you so much, Dragon, for your idea. <laughs> um, basically, the person who, who leaves this uh, just has laughing as their name. So he, 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 ha, says mending. Again, I see lots of videos, and when there's tools that get low, uh, they just go to an Enderman farm or another one, and in a blink of an eye, it's at max durability. Uh, yeah, so mending definitely you go to the farms you you do a few quick swipes with your sword and already you get quite a bit of experience points that are healing up your gear 
I I don't know if I think that that needs to be nerfed. I feel like the fact that you have to go through the trouble of building an Enderman farm or another kind of farm that's as efficient as an Enderman farm, um, that already is quite a price to pay for the ability to heal your items and your gear um, quickly. So I like the fact that we can do this. So maybe other people disagree with me and see that, yeah, this is too overpowered and needs to be nerfed. But um, I personally like it. This person likes chickens forever, says the end. Ooh. Okay, hear me out. The end fight is just too easy. And you can literally get a mending set in an hour or less from end cities. I would nerf it by making the end cities harder or the end fight. Um, okay, fair point, fair point. I have always thought that the end, the, the dragon battle was not hard enough. Um, it, it is, it's challenging, but the real challenge comes from the Enderman and not the dragon for me particularly, because I'm just like aggroing every Enderman that I come across these days. Um, but the dragon is not that hard to fight. You just have to stay out of its way and then basically punch it to death, you know? It can be done, and obviously speedrunners have become, they've made a sport out of uh, how fast you can kill the Ender Dragon, and they can do it super fast. So I think that it should be, it should be changed at least. I don't know about made more difficult, but the Ender, the Ender Dragon fight is classic, and I think there's a way to change it to keep those classic elements, but elevate it a little bit, make it a little fresher, a little bit more challenging, maybe a more, bit more fun and engaging. And uh, yeah, would be would be very interesting to see that happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Silas says, honestly, I do not think that there are very many OP features. However, if the developers made other weapons better, that would just make the sword not as good, which would be great. And yeah, so a rebalancing of combat, hopefully something that we're going to see in 1.21. Um, I actually fairly optimistic that we will see a revisit to weapons and, and changing how those weapons work. Um, but yeah, the sword is sort of dominating in the weapon arena and definitely needs to be um, taken down a peg or two, as they say. Beamer says raid functionality. There are farms known as raid farms. You can get way too many totems and emeralds. I'd nerf it by changing the spawning position of the raid if it detects a raid farm. Well, Beamer, you're going to have a lot of enemies if you do that because there are people out there who love their raid farms. And raid farms can be quite useful for a lot of things. Um, but yeah, they are, they, they, they are quite powerful. If you can build one, they are quite powerful to get those uh, totems of undying as well as emeralds. Um, I can see your point. Uh, I've not personally built one or used one, so I can't speak to how easy or difficult it is to make one. But I imagine that these mo these mob farms that are quite involved, such as the Enderman farm, uh, things like this raid farm, and things like a gold farm with using uh, zombified piglins, those are that you have to spend a lot of time and a lot of blocks and a lot of energy grinding and building those things. And I think that there is. 
uh, this aspect of putting in the work and getting a good reward in Minecraft. And it might be that uh, putting in the work to build one of these farms is worth, it deserves the reward that it gets. Um, but I can't really speak to that. So a lot of other opinions out there to listen to other than mine. So, uh, but still a great point. Barbecue Chip says Elytra Flight. Introduce flight fatigue. Prolonged flight diminishes speed and maneuverability. Landing and taking a break restores optimal performance. This I like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Down with the Elytra, please. <laughs> um, if, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that my feelings toward the Elytra. Now, I like the Elytra. I like the Elytra a lot. I just think that they are way overpowered and implemented in very much the wrong way. They should just be parachutes and hang gliders. They should not be airplanes. And right now, uh, I like this idea. So if it, instead of taking away the functionality of the Elytra, what people like about it, it instead basically, it, it, you're, you're basically creating the phantom situation. So, you know, Mojang wanted us to start sleeping in beds. They introduced the phantom as a punishment for not sleeping. Um, and this would be a punishment for using your Elytra too much, <laughs> um, which I, I mean, okay. So to be fair, to be absolutely fair, I think this might be a little too heavy handed, um, uh, too much of a punishment for something, but I like the spirit of this idea. Uh, Elytra, there is no downside to using Elytra. Once you have mending on it and unbreaking and a reliable creeper farm, and, you know, a, a paper farm, you, you're set. You are set to go. You don't need much else, and you, you're just going to zip around your whole world. And it's not that hard. Once you get one set of Elytra to get another set, pretty easy. So, yeah, I think that uh, something needs to happen with the Elytra to at least make other options of transportation competitive. And, you know, guys, I've done a whole episode on this in the past. So you can hear all of my ideas. I'm not going to go into the depth here, but yes, I agree with the spirit of this idea, even though this particular idea for flight fatigue might be a little bit overboard. I still like the, the heart behind it. <laughs> and finally, Kirby eight cake says channeling trident nerf it. But if you have it in your inventory, you become a lightning magnet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're walking around basically with a superconductor in your pocket and you just get zapped every time it thunderstorms. Um, I don't know if the channeling trident is overpowered. It is quite cool, but lightning strikes don't just one shot mobs, um, most mobs anyway. Um, and I feel like it's more of a utilitarian tool than it is a weapon. Um, because you can, you know, set things on fire, but you can also transform villagers into witches. You can transform pigs into zombie piglins. So it's not, in my opinion, too overpowered. In fact, it's probably one of the better uses for the Trident, and the Trident itself needs to be buffed and not nerfed. But I do like this very funny idea of becoming a lightning magnet, <laughs> basically a walking lightning rod, uh, if you have one of these in inventory. So very, very good idea, very funny idea. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas. And if you want your idea read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify. Interact with the Q&A post there. And I'll do my best to read out as many of those as I can in a future episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And guys, I'm very, very, very excited. Very, very, very happy. Because yesterday I opened up the community discord for this podcast. If you missed it, please, please go check it out. Go to the description of this episode. There should be a link there that will take you right to the Discord. There's already been a few people joining, and I suspect a few more will join very soon. I want to see this party get started. So guys, uh, go down to the description of this episode, hit that link, join up on Discord, and start chatting. There's a lot of people there who want to talk about the One Block Challenge, want to talk about Minecraft, the podcast. I'm there. The moderators are there. We're all there waiting for you. So please join the party over there on Discord, and I can't wait to see you. And speaking of the One Block Challenge, your idea for the One Block Challenge for this week is due tomorrow. So this week's One Block Challenge theme was winter. If you need the uh, a refresher on the details of that, go to the description. Again, all of the details are going to be there. Uh, send me your idea in an email or on the Discord. There's a whole cha- there's a whole category of channels dedicated to the One Block Challenge there on the Discord. Send it to me in an email or on the Discord, and uh, and I can't wait to see what you have. For me to read. And before we get into the main discussion, I do want to remind you guys that I have been posting a little bit more to YouTube. I posted a, a video yesterday on the YouTube channel, so go check it out. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, uh, just go to YouTube, search for Rebel JC, and just make sure you're subscribed. It's really, really simple. It takes hardly any time, and uh, I hope to be posting more videos this coming year and trying to get back um, consistently posting those videos. And guys, it would really help me out if you subscribed and uh, commented and gave me some encouragement to keep it up, to keep up the good work and to get better. Um, I would love to see you guys uh, popping up in the comments uh, and just enjoying the videos. So if that sounds something that's interesting to you, please go check out the YouTube channel and make sure you are subscribed. All right, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. And for today's discussion, I went into a little bit of a speculation, what if kind of mood. And um, I started thinking about uh, Minecraft and comparing it to other games, uh, particularly RPG games, fantasy related, even science fiction related RPG games, such as World of Warcraft, uh, things like that. Um, and there's a lot of differences between the two. Obviously, Minecraft is really in a category on its own, and I would hate to see Minecraft actually become exactly like any of those games out there. Minecraft really needs to stay in its lane because this is a good lane for Minecraft to be in. But there are a few things that I think would be interesting to adopt from other game models, and one of them is character classes. Now, I know that sounds heresy. It sounds like heresy to suggest that Minecraft would ever have something anywhere remotely um, <laughs> like an official way to roleplay in the game. Yeah, that, that would, that's, that's something that Mojang doesn't it seem to want. It's, it wants all players to sort of have the same experience, but I think that this could be done in a way that would be really fun. So on November 9th, 2022, Java Edition 22W45A introduced seven new default skins in addition to Steve and Alex. Uh, These skins are Ari, 
F.A., Kai, McKenna, Noor, Sunny, and Zuri. So we have a whole new cast of characters for the Minecraft IP. Uh, in addition to the two that we uh, have loved for a very long time, Steve and Alex. Now, they did this because, uh, for many reasons, it was just time to kind of give uh, the IP a facelift. They wanted to be a little bit more inclusive when it came to the ethnicities and genders of uh, the, the default skins that were available. All very good uh, reasons to do this. Um, but the role of default skins on Minecraft, as we all know, is very minimal. In fact, it's hardly a role at all. It is simply a visual thing. Um, but what if it actually mattered what skin you chose, what default character you chose when you loaded a game? Um, so in other games, like I mentioned, World of Warcraft being one, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, a very famous example, there are character classes. You might choose a mage. You might choose a rogue, a ranger, a paladin. You might choose a bard. <laughs> um, there's a lot of different character classes that you can choose from and a lot of different reasons why you would want to choose these character classes. Uh, they change the way you play the game. They give you strategies to implement uh, strengths and weaknesses. And in uh, multiplayer situations, uh, you play a specific role on a team. So they it, character classes do a lot when it comes to limiting your character to a certain role and it amplifies your experience playing the game. If you go in there and you're just a jack-of-all-trades, you're probably not going to have as much fun, especially if you're playing with other people. Um, you're probably not going to have as much fun playing the game as somebody who's particularly good at one specific thing. Now, in Minecraft, obviously, we don't want to have character classes that have uh, powers or buffs that a potion or a beacon effect or another feature already provides, we don't want to have that overlap and don't want to be redundant. That's always a risk when people talk about adding new magic to Minecraft or new items with different effects. There's probably likely already to get uh, a way to get a very uh, similar effect in Minecraft. So when thinking about what these different character classes could offer Minecraft, um, we need to be creative and think of things that aren't already in the game to one degree or another. And so I did that. I created a list of character class buffs or character class um, specialities, I guess, um, that would be available for the, to the player that don't have a uh, function or a feature already in the game, in the vanilla base game, that already do it. So uh, I'm going to read out this list and talk about each one a little bit and uh, discuss how this could change the community, how this would impact gameplay, and we're just going to get into it. So, But the first one I have here is Reach. Now, this one is a hot topic because of last uh, year's mob vote. We had the crab, and the crab's whole point was to improve player reach. Now, this was specifically going to allow the player to place blocks further away, but not necessarily mine them from further away. Now, this idea that I have here would obviously allow you to mine blocks from further away as well, depending on if you if you pick the character, the base character, uh, say this is FA or whatever, um, that has the reach buff, you would be able to place and mine from further away. It would improve your reach. You would also be able to interact with stuff and attack entities from further away as well you would basically just have huge, long arms. <laughs> um, not visually, but 
uh, practically. And uh, I feel like this would be really, really good for combat situations. Obviously, builders would love this. Everybody who voted for the crab, this would be probably what they would want to have for their character class. The next one I have here is luck. Uh, luck is already somewhat in the game. It's just not implemented in the vanilla game. There is a potion of luck. There is a luck effect. And what this effect does is basically uh, make it so that you are more likely to get better loot from uh, loot chests if they have not generated their contents already. Say, for instance, you're the first one on your server to find a uh, dungeon and uh, you have the luck effect on you. You open the chest that's in the dungeon, the loot table generates and because you have the luck effect it gives you better loot so essentially this would be tied to one of these nine base characters that you can choose from but also it would go further than that to make it a little bit more worthwhile it would also include small rng things like throwing eggs to hatch chickens maybe even uh, some fishing things uh, it would just make you have better luck all around the third one I have here, a lot of people are going to love it, more inventory. So if you want more inventory, but it seems like Mojang is just dead set on not giving it to you, you would simply open up your world and select the character that has more inventory. This would come in the form of three extra slots on your hotbar and three extra slots in your inventory, basically adding a new column to your inventory. And it kind of speaks for itself. What, what What's special about this? Well, you're able to carry more stuff. And combine this with shulker boxes, your ender chest, and possibly even bundles, you're carrying around a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of people who would love this particular buff and have been calling for something like this for a long time in the game already. So I think that this would be good to have uh, an option for when you're loading up a new game or joining a server, you can choose the character that has more inventory. There would also be a character that has more hearts, three more hearts, not too overpowered, but just giving you a slight edge over your fellow uh, players in the game. This would obviously be good for a lot of different things, just simply not dying in general, but also for combat situations um, and for uh, PvE situations, taking a little bit more damage on fall, being able to afford more damage, uh, being overall a more robust character uh, when you're playing the game. There would be another one that would give you more stamina. You would be able to basically jump, run, sprint, you know, anything that uses stamina in the game, you're able to do it longer without running out of all of your food. Um, very simple, very straightforward, and probably the one that I would choose, to be honest, because, <laughs> because I am running everywhere in Minecraft, especially in the early game. Now, another one of the characters would simply get more experience points when uh, from any experience point source in the game, uh, whether that's killing a mob, uh, mining diamonds, mining redstone, uh, extracting things from furnaces, anything that gives you experience points. If you have this particular character with this particular buff, you might get a third more experience, maybe even uh, half more experience than everybody else on the server who doesn't have the character you're playing with. Another one of the base characters could have a smaller hitbox. This would be particularly good for combat because this would make you harder to hit 
and uh, getting away from your opponents or a hostile mob uh, because you would be able to move between small gaps, leaving them behind in the dust. Now, there could also be a uh, base character that has the ability to jump once in mid-air, giving you essentially a double jump. This could come in handy for many, many different things. Um, this could save you from falling into lava. It could save you from falling to your death, period. Um, this could uh, be good for combat situations, for jumping over the heads of hostile mobs that are in your way, uh, for jumping over um, fence posts, for jumping over two block tall walls, all of these things. It, it's This would be a very, very useful uh, skill to have. And finally, for our last character class, uh, one of the characters that you could select would be able to roll right and left. Roll side to side. This would be good, again, for combat, but also, I imagine, for parkour. This might be really good for a ton of different kinds of minigames. Um, and also might just be really, really fun to be able to move around like this. Any sort of movement ability, in my opinion, would be really, really fun to play with. So those is that that's all the list of those nine buffs that I would probably uh, assign to each of those nine base characters. Um, but how would this change the game experience? I think before loading up a world or joining a server, you would have the option, obviously, to choose which base character you would want. And you'd still be able to use your custom skin basically on top of the base character model you have chosen. So you're not walking around in one of the default skins if you don't want to. If you want to use your own custom, you'd still be able to do that and retain that ability that the base character you selected had to begin with. Uh, they would add a new challenge in multiplayer to sort of guess what class your server mates have. Uh, if you're on a parkour server or you're on a minigame server or a uh, pvp server um, having to strategize and guess what you're up against when it comes to facing up against an opponent in the game i think would be a fun challenge and add a new dimension to games in minecraft so that'll bring us to the end of this episode guys send me your questions your comments and ideas to dig straight downcast at gmail.com especially if you have any uh ideas for uh, character classes um, also, not just your ideas, but if you have any speculation on the game or the future of the game, where this update is headed, what's behind the ancient city portal, things like that, send me those uh, comments to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Discord. The link is in the description of this episode. Please join the party there. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.